0: Well, hey, everyone, and welcome to the Wisdom, Work, and Wealth Podcast. My name is Chad Haley, and I'm going to be your host for the duration of this thing. And I'm really excited to be here. Uh, There's a couple of reasons why. Number one, this has been a very long time in the making uh, of me actually getting in front of a microphone and getting in front of a camera and turning it on. But number two, I'm excited for you You're here today, and my hope is that we're going to go on a journey together, and we're going to learn all about this wisdom, work, and wealth. Uh, We're going to talk a little bit more in a few minutes about what this podcast is really all about, and what we're going to be learning, and what I hope to convey to you, but before we do that, I wanted to take you on a bit of a historical trip, um, and just kind of give you a little bit of my background, so that you know where I'm coming from as we move forward. You guys okay with that? Good. Good. Thanks. Um, So just before I start, let me tell you this. This is my hope um, for this whole podcast. My hope is to, number one, I I hope to inspire you. I hope that with each story that's shared with every time that I come on, I hope that you get inspired to do a couple of things. Number one, to take some action towards making change in your finances. But number two, I really hope that it inspires you to get into the Word more because that's what this podcast is about. It's about wisdom. Wisdom only comes from one place that I know of. Uh, Now, there may be people who share wisdom, but the source of all wisdom in my Opinion and understanding is the Bible. So my hope is to inspire you to get there and, uh, and, and get a little wisdom on yourself. I also hope to encourage you. I want you to know that you're not alone. You're going to hear some incredible stories from some amazing people who've been where you are. So you're going to be encouraged and know that that if it's possible for them, it's possible for you too. And finally, I really hope to maybe even just cause a little change in you. But mostly, you know, if you change, that's going to be because that's what God did. But mostly, I hope to show you uh, that God created a really fascinating strand that runs between wisdom, work, and wealth. And I'm going to show you how those three things connect. So... Let's go back. I'm going to take you back to the beginning and get you caught up real fast. Uh, Like I said, my name's Chad Haley. I was born in Louisiana, but I spent all, pretty much all of my life in Texas. Um, I was raised by a middle-class family. We lived in a little town that is now a big town called Arlington, nestled right between Dallas and Fort Worth. Um, Like I said, grew up middle-class. Mom and dad both worked. I was one of four children. I was kind of right in the middle. Uh, I was the second born, so, uh, so whatever you might think of that. But we grew up, you know, and we were content. Mom and dad worked hard to provide everything that we needed, whether we were playing sports or or doing whatever we might do. I was a musician, I played trumpet, and so they were always there to help. Now, um, always there, anything that we did, they showed up. Um, they were always encouraging, always, cheerleaders. However, we didn't have God in our house. We didn't go to church. Uh, There was no encouragement to go to church. We just didn't talk about God. That wasn't something that went on in our home. Um, We also didn't talk about money. Um, We talked very little about how to build. You know, we talked about you should save 10% and kind of some generic things, but we never really dug into finances and how to deal with those things. So as I graduated high school, Really got into college and into being on my own. I start learning about credit cards in the wrong way. Um, I also was. I started playing music at a young age. I was playing all through high school and I went to college for music. So I'm. I'm a performer. I'm a musician. I love to be uh, doing my thing in front of people, which plays into all of this, and it really plays into my being in front of the camera and in front of the microphone now because, well. It all ties together. My music career really took a turn uh, when I was in college because I was really going the performance route. I was playing trumpet. I wanted to be a producer, was what I really hoped to be. That was kind of the dream that was in my heart. I ended up in a rock band. Um, How you go from being on trumpet to playing bass in a rock band, only God knows, But I ended up in a rock band, was there for five years, and found myself kind of at the end of my rope after five years. I was really beat up uh, from just from the travel, from the lifestyle, from everything. And I wasn't, I just wasn't me. I wasn't myself anymore. And ended up meeting a friend who introduced me to Jesus. And I say that because I... I'd had friends try to take me to church before. I'd had friends try to show me what it was like to live a Christian life, but I'd never had someone truly introduce me to Jesus. And I think the way that they were able to do that is because they themselves were on fire. They just illuminated the room when they walked into it. And it caused me to go, huh, what do they got that I don't have? And how do I get it? And I ended up surrendering my life to Jesus. Now, so many people think that that rainbows and butterflies come out after that and that everything's hunky-dory. But guess what? Your life is still your life. Your life is what you've made it. And so I had to deal with that. I had to deal with the mess that I had created. And But Jesus really gave me some freedom. It took some time, I'm not gonna lie. But I finally found freedom where I was free from the shame and the guilt that I'd carried around for so many years, where I was free from the pains and the struggles and the the addictions that I had carried around for so many years. I finally got free. And when I got free, my whole world began to expand. I began to see things differently. One of the things that I saw differently was, was how income is earned. You know, I was, I was the guy that my wife was a teacher, I was working in, in the IT world, and that's what we did. We found just ways to do our thing. And on the side, I would go play coffee houses here and there. I'd get my acoustic guitar out and go sing a few songs. And, you know, on the side, my wife would always have some sort of something going on, um, you know, from uh, she did Mary Kay for a little while, or, or um, you know, she would do she would do like private lessons with, with coaching, you know, basketball or volleyball, or she would do tutoring. And we always found ways to make a little extra so that we didn't have to live paycheck to cut off. Um, which I'm sure many of you know what that feels like, what we ended up happening, what ended up happening was, uh, my wife had a friend introduce her to a product that she got really excited about. I was one of those guys that, that really, I think my, my family dynamic as as I was growing up kind of taught me to be leery of those things, you know, and we've all heard of those things before. Um, I think my parents were in Amway at one point in time, and you know and and they did they did this other little thing that they never thought was gonna take off and and I think it was called Adidas. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of Adidas before, but my parents were a part of Adidas when it was a direct sales company and um, and boy, did they miss the boat on that one? Oh my goodness anyway so so. My wife finds this company, and I'm not really fired up about it just yet, but I start seeing income trickle in, and I start getting interested and thinking, wow, there's something here. Well, we begin as a team working this thing, and and it begins to grow. And little by little, it kind of grew slow the first couple of years. We weren't really, it wasn't a full-time thing. It was just kind of, hey, this is fun. We like meeting new people, so let's have some fun. But then... The opportunity came to really shift it into high gear, and when we did, boy, how did the income skyrocket? So much so that from the time that we decided to shift it into high gear, which was January of 2011, um, until January 2015, um, we saw such an increase in our income that we actually had income from that business that was just over the seven-figure mark. Now, for those of you that are going. That's over a million dollars. We had made just over a million dollars in four years time. And guys, that's not our sales. That's not how much we sold. That's actually how much money we put in our pocket. And I don't say that's a brag. That's not about bragging. It's about telling you that we found something that we were passionate about. We were passionate about these products. We loved helping people. And when you put those two things together, we just found a chemistry that worked. And for us, it worked really quickly. It was amazing. We were able to do some incredible things. But the following year, at the beginning of 2016, I'm putting together taxes and getting everything ready to go to the tax man. And I happen to go, I wonder what our totals are as of right now. And when I added it all up, that's when I saw that figure, that it was again, just over seven figures. And I looked around and I realized that even though we've earned that much money, we haven't invested any of it. We haven't saved any of it. We've really kind of spent it or blown it. And y'all, I have some of the most incredible life experiences thanks to what we, thanks to the money that we earned and that we were able to spend. So I will never in a million years trade those experiences and I'll never, ever have regrets about them. However, We could have had the same experiences and done the same kinds of things and still been wise and made wise decisions. So I got like, I got fired up. I got wholly angry. (laughs) I'll say it that way. I was mad. I was mad. I wanted to find out what happened, why we missed the boat on on saving anything and, and what we needed to do to change that. So I, went through, like I literally went through and started devouring anything that had to do with finance. I started listening to podcasts. I started reading books. I started digging through any and everything that I could possibly find that was going to help me understand the world of finance better. Everything from investing to saving to, you know, to, to crazy, the the stock market and all this stuff. I wanted to understand it. And what I started discovering, really baffled me, and it led me back to the Bible. I began seeing things in the natural that didn't line up with what I was reading about in the Bible, and a lot of it was, I'm hearing from these incredible people that we we all know and love and trust about finance, and there's an entire group of people that are all pretty much kinda saying the same thing. They don't all believe the same things when it comes to life, but they're all still saying the same things. And it made me start questioning, where's the truth? Like, where's the truth in what's going on? And as I began to search through the Bible, the truth began to set me free. I began to see things like Deuteronomy 8.18 that says that God is the one who gives us the ability to create wealth. You know, I began to understand concepts like giving of your first fruits instead of just giving, you know, and understanding how the power of that transforms your finances. And we began, because of all this studying, we began to put a plan in place thanks to a very dear mentor of mine who I ended up meeting through this process. We began to put a plan in place and implement that plan. Well, that plan allowed us to put away almost an entire year's worth of savings in less than two years. Y'all, that's incredible. That's amazing to be able to save for almost an entire year's worth of savings in 2 years. And that in and of itself is a whole other story, but what it did was it transformed me. It made me see money differently. It made me see that so much of what we're being taught out there is misinformation. It's it's misguided, it's it's misunderstanding, and it's it's missing the mark. It's missing the mark of truth, and the truth really comes together when you begin to read the Bible and see what it says about finance. So That's what wisdom, work, and wealth is all about. I'm going to share stories with you guys. I'm going to have guests on. We're going to talk stories about what's happened with people when they've applied biblical wisdom to their business and what's been produced because of it. We're going to talk about some of the scriptures that are misunderstood or misquoted. You guys probably know a lot of them, and I don't need to go into those right now. We'll talk about those soon, but we're going to dig through some things to help you get a better understanding and hopefully get you to a place where you find transformation because your mind has been renewed and your heart has been changed to believe the truth about finances instead of believing lies. Guys, the Christian world, it does just as poor a job explaining finance to us our pastors do it. And, and, and I'm not saying that your pastor is a bad man or a bad person in any way, shape, form, or fashion. What I'm saying is that they have been taught that the Bible says this about finance rather than actually seeking out the truth themselves. Guys, I'm going to have some pastors on here that are kind of going to come and tell their incredible stories of financial transformation. I'm gonna have business owners on. I'm gonna have people that are just that are just working class people that they're gonna tell you how understanding finance in the Bible helped transform their lives too. Guys, I want you to see it from all angles, not just from an entrepreneurial angle or from a church angle, but I want you to see it from all angles because I know that as we all come together as followers of faith and followers of Jesus, we all come from different backgrounds, different belief systems, different understandings but we all believe the one thing. We all believe that Jesus is the son of God. We believe that he did die on that cross for us, taking our sins away, separating them as far as the east is from the west, and reconnecting us with God so that we can have a relationship with him. Y'all, that relationship is the most important thing when it comes to your finances. And I'm gonna show you how that connection works, and we're gonna put it to the test. So. If you're fired up about this, like I am, and I really hope you are, please do me a favor and subscribe, subscribe on whether, you know, whether on Apple podcasts or Spotify or Google play or the Amazon prime, where they keep their pod. I don't even know where they keep their podcasts, but where they keep theirs. Um, Hey, hit that subscribe button or, or follow or something just to give me a follow. Also, if you like this episode, hey, shoot me a rating, give me a comment, let me know I'm doing great. And, and, and really that's going to help boost things up so that more people can see what we're doing here. I look forward to what we're going to do. I look forward to to the next episodes that are coming. Um, I've got some great guests already lined up that I'm working on to get everything sorted. So we're going to be releasing these once a week. You're going to see them probably going to release them on a Thursday because I just like Thursday. And so why not, right? may release them on a Monday morning. I don't know. We'll figure that out. But this is episode zero, not episode one. Episode one will be coming to you soon. I can't wait to see you all. Can't wait to connect with you further. And um, God bless you guys. We'll talk to you soon.